1: Welcome to the ID10T Podcast number 971. It's time for some corkboard action. So if you want uh, your event or thing that you made with your own hands or brain on the corkboard, just send us uh, an email at events at ID10T.com. Like Derek Marconi, who writes, I have many collectible items up for sale and auction recently. Comics, animation, figure patches, pins, clothes, and more. Running through the holidays, there will be flash sales, $1 auctions, and many autographed items for sale. In addition, there will be sales on instrumentals, voice work, and other audio work, many items I've collected over the years and currently being sold to help pay for family medical bills and treatment. Any sales, sharing, or browsing goes a long way and is helping me stay at home to take care of my wife since she has fallen ill. Thanks for reading and any viewing that may take place. All information links at uh atomic blue that's o-t-t-o-m-i-c blue b-l-u-e dot com Ah, uh, oh, derek i i really hope uh i hope everything is uh is is on the mend and uh we're 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 thinking about you pal so uh please big hugs to you and your wife and uh and again um support derek Clay Space writes, I just launched a sci-fi experience that blurs the lines between reality and fiction. Back to Earth is the story about a popular biotech implant people are inserting under their skin so they can connect to the internet. However, a bug has been discovered that is turning these users into zombie-like monsters. It's, that's not far off, Clay Space. Um, the chipmaker is denying the bug exists so we've created an immersive experience that has you hacking into back end of the chipmaker's website and sending emails, making phone calls using cryptocurrency in order to discover the truth before it's too late a graphic novel will be coming out next year and our team is currently working uh, to finance a TV show find it all on starfate.tech again, if you want your thing on here events at id10t.com uh, this episode is Bridget Everett, who's one of the funniest fucking people. She, Bridget was on At Midnight a ton, and um, she uh, killed every time. She may have won every time she was on. She is an incredible performer. Um, if you ever get a chance to see her, you should. She's doing a series of shows uh, in New York right now at Joe's Pub called uh, Bridget Everett and the Tender Moments. Those shows are November 29th, December 4th, December 5th, and December 6th. Uh, Just Google Joe's Pub and uh, go get tickets. It's actually uh, publictheater.org, and then you navigate and you'll find uh, Joe's Pub at the Public. So definitely go see Bridget live either at those shows or if you have another opportunity to see her. You can listen to her podcast, Three Girls and One Keith, um, with Bridget, uh, Rachel Feinstein, Keith Robinson, and Amy Schumer. And also she's on uh, the show called Camping on HBO, which happens to star Jennifer Garner and David Tennant. So watch it on HBO or HBO Go or HBO Now. HBO! Now! Just demand it. Just like a now! I demand to see this HBO now! Go! So this is the incredible and wonderful Bridget Everett on episode 971 of the ID10T podcast. Oh, also, her dog is Instagram famous. Uh, you should follow her incredibly adorable Pomeranian, Poppy, at um, on Instagram. Her account is poppy underscore Louise, P-O-P-P-Y underscore L-O-U-I-S-E. All right. Podcast. Initiating ID10T protocol. Oh, I saw the pup. And uh apparently the dog is quite the Instagram celebrity. Oh, have you been briefed? Well, I <laughs> I read <briefed> a little. <laughs> just about the dog just about the dog. Uh I started Good. like I initially we were gonna I was gonna start posting more pictures of mm. our cat, uh-huh. but the cat just doesn't really do anything. Yeah. So then I started uh uh, on Snapchat, I just started drawing wieners on the cat, ah. and uh, they're like, "Well, the cat doesn't." Then the cat doesn't have to do anything. I can just draw dongs on on, on a kitty cat on Snapchat. Yeah, on the on on or near the cat, and uh, but then I just decided like, and then at a certain point, I caught, I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, "You're in your forties. Is this really <laughs> what you should be doing with well, your life?"
0: You know, your friend um, Dan from the Dan Band, Danfinity. Yes. Uh, are we rolling by the way? Yes. Okay. Um, he likes to draw dongs on things and so do I so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not this, this is very much in line with the Danfinity that I know <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is It's just something about I enjoy the fact that the cat Is just being a cat yeah. And has no concept That uh, I'm drawing horrible things on him No concept <laughs> yeah. Like he's fine But a complete spoiled asshole How's your dog?
0: Oh Poppy is an angel She's a, oh, she's perfect. Poppy underscore Louise on Instagram.com. Um, she, um, she is, she's like a, a rescue, right? So she, when I got her, she was like all trembly. And I mean, she's also a Pomeranian and she's beautiful, Yeah. but, um, she just has always been like a sweet little lap baby girl, but she is a, a former sex worker. So she does. I I don't have to, I get to go to Nashville next week and do some shows. And so my friend Murray Hill is going to come with me. I was like, I think. She's from the streets of Nashville, Yeah. right outside of Nashville. So I want to go try to find her family and, and go to the. Is that too sad? No, that's is it great. Too deep? See how they're doing. Are you going to bring her? Yeah. Oh, you do. doing travel. Oh, she goes there? everywhere. Yeah. When I sit in business class, sometimes you know, um, <laughs> they like come by and they try to check her because they think that she's a coat because
1: she's so fluffy. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. And They try to stuff her in the overhead bin. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, you... ever believe that somebody allowed that to happen? That's crazy. I mean, even if you're the owner, I'd just be like, I'm getting off this plane. is it's insane.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I, I, it's somewhere in your brain you would have to run all the historical data and go, yeah. I've never heard of a dog being put in a bin <laughs> yeah. before. But at some point, like that, that there was just no oversight in that person's... Yeah. I, and they're like, yeah, okay, it seems fine. I don't know. But
0: that being said, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how long the flight would have had to be before the... For the doggy to drop. Do you know, do you ever talk, Emily? You just sit over there quietly? I sit quietly.
1: Okay. You know, Ashley, Ashley, we don't do a lot of these in New York, and Ashley lives in New York, so Ash, 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 Ash oh, like, books are okay. East Coast guests, uh-huh. and, right. uh, and so, you know, she doesn't, uh, but now is the, opp- now is the opportunity. But <laughs> well, you guys know each other. B- for, oh, years. Okay. <laughs> for years. Okay. For years.
0: <laughs> this is just she like so weird. no. We
1: met on this site that's like Tinder but for podcast bookers. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, cool. So
1: cool. we met for coffee and then she was like, "Okay, I would like to take this to the next level and book guests for your podcast." Oh, good, yeah, all yeah, right, yeah. nice yeah. But Booker B B O O K R, I think was the yeah, was the Twitter.com. app. That's we got to okay. make that. Yeah. That's a good idea.
0: What is it I like? Love when, it. What do they call it, like you know like when girls get well, some girls get drunk. Like, hey, hooker. It could be like, hey,
1: Booker. <laughs> hey, <I> <laughs> <It's> so dumb. <laughs> 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 what are you doing in Nashville? What shows are you doing?
0: Uh, I'm doing the old Zanies.
1: You, Zanies is great.
0: I love it. You know, it's one of the first places I ever did like a comedy club. I went with Amy Schumer and I was like, I was convinced that my act was not going to work in a comedy club. She's like, just trust me. And so we went to Zanies and, and Punchline in Atlanta. Yeah, uh, That's how I got on the comedy club circuit. <laughs> how do you like it? Uh, comedy clubs? Yeah. I don't really like them. I like zanies. I like, like I'll only go back to ones that I like because I just don't care enough about it. You know, like I love, I can perform live, in rock clubs and in New York, and that's yeah. enough for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, but so was cabaret sort of the like was that with were those the seeds of live performance for you?
0: Yeah, well, that in karaoke, like real hardcore karaoke. <laughs> I always wanted to be in. Um, what was the one that you did with Dan? The um, the not
1: School of Rock Wemoth, it, Oh oh oh! You mean uh, uh, um, Rock, rock of ages. ages? Yeah, yeah.
0: I always wanted to be like in a show like that. But um did you I go just, to that? Uh, to see it, yeah, no, but I did want to.
1: It was really fun. <laughs> I it was know. it was fun when when Dan was doing it. It was uh-huh. really really fun yeah. because uh, I don't know, Dan. Dan's just a super fun guy, and it had a real it had a real loose vibe to it. And I I never saw the Rock of Ages when it was on Broadway, but were you guys a tour? or Were you? in... We were just I, I, I we were in the first cast. Like okay. I we started the first cast in L.A. Okay, we okay, were, yeah, we're, we're just doing that. it at rock clubs. Yeah, and then. Um, and then it kind of blew up and like got fancy, and I was like, oh, I'm not a... I don't think I could sing eight shows. Like, I can no. sing a couple shows, yeah. but I'm not a trained singer, so I just... I never did it. But I heard it got real fancy, like real yeah. Broadway.
0: Yeah, it did. Sean... Are you friends with Sean Janess, too? He's got that kind of voice. No. He's friends with Dan. Anyway, but... I was like, I, my dream when I moved to New York was to be on Broadway, but now that I know that you can just do, like, two shows on the weekend and go back home, <laughs> like, why
1: would I do that? I mean, you can't do anything else if you're doing a Broadway show. You
0: can't. Like, you're a prisoner. And then also just, like, the vocal stamina and the physical stamina. Um, there's something I'm, like, talking to somebody about doing on Broadway, and I was like, it's like a dream, but I'm really, it's like, I was don't, like, I don't know if I can punch a card that much. Like, I remember when Amy was doing, Amy Schumer was doing, um, She did see Martin's play on Broadway And just watching her keep that that schedule Made me
1: get into bed (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like it might be fun If you could do it for like A month or two so you can say, like, I yeah. did it, you know, I checked the box. Yeah. But, I, but you don't have to do it for, like...
0: That's what the big stars do. Yeah. I want to do... So I'm, Patty LePone and I are trying to work something out, and, like, she could probably make that call, but I can never be like, oh, we're only going to do it for six weeks, but that's all
1: I'd want to do. <laughs> how many live performance things do you... Because I know you have a band, and then you do solo stuff, and then you do... Yeah. Like, how, how many different... How many different things do you do?
0: I mean, a lot. I just, like... It's, like... Because my career didn't sort of, sort of kick until my 40s, so it's like just, I'm just always hustling. You know, you can't ever shake that, you know, the, the hustle and the hunger. So, yeah. so I do really just everything I can, basically. I mean, I love saying no to stuff now, because like I can, I live on the top floor, I got a terrace now, you know, I can say no <laughs> to a few things. But, but other than that, before that, I was in clubs every night, I was singing, you know, I do acting and writing and everything, you know, like everybody does, just to stay alive. And I got that dog in there who's on a organic fucking diet. <laughs> she goes out just food for dogs in L.A. You know? What you, I mean? Oh
1: yeah, just food for dogs.
0: Yeah, I saw some documentary about how they put like filler and all this nasty shit in dog food, and I was like, my little princess is not going to eat that shit anymore.
1: No, <laughs> no, you, she, she needs food that that's, yeah. that's, that's that's been uh, checked by a, sci- a scientist. Yes, and a dick in her mouth drawn by a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> just to uh, you know, because uh, just a reminder where she came from. Yeah, <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> And that's a horrible thing like those I mean no wonder she's like every time like a dog comes around her, she just plants her ass on the ground because she's so afraid they're going to try to stick it in like no, no oh you no were romance. serious about that I'm dead serious <laughs> yes. I, thought
1: you were, I thought we were just doing a bit <laughs> yeah well her life is a bit so <laughs> <laughs> it just got, it just turned into it like turned, a it just turned into like an Oscar nominated film know, about God. a dog overcoming yeah. you know like her. But that.
0: I want to make a, a movie about her like and, well I shouldn't say what it is because somebody probably write it but no, but I want to write, like, her true story and, like, write songs and...
1: There um, is zero reason why you should... That is a great... You should You should absolutely do that. There's, there's zero that, reason to not do that.
0: I saw that Isle of Dogs. Did you ever see that? I, I did saw, see Isle of Dogs, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, you can make sort of, like, an animated or, like, that kind of movie for adults. I guess there's other stuff like that that exists, but... But you know, like I think, like an animator. She's so beautiful. I want it to be like live
1: action, but she's not a she's not an actress. A really no, she's not trained. Fun, gritty, fucked up musical yeah. drama.
0: Yeah. Just, like Oscar caliber performances.
1: Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> With just like dog sex. Yeah. And dog crying. Yeah. The real and dog looking, like, drugs. Oh yeah.
0: And... Nicole Kidman, Skarsgård, fucking, <laughs> fucking. Who else is Who else is hot? Ever All, all Al of them Pacino Pacino's in yeah, there Pacino's in there And you gotta get Some young ones You gotta get Those two sisters Who are the sisters The Fanning girls Yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. The Fanning's in there yeah, the
0: flashback The flashback Fanning girls Where they're getting Yeah
1: it's gonna be it's You gotta get to Rooney Mara in there Rooney Mara yeah, yeah Yeah
0: Does she have an accent She does She's
1: from She's from somewhere else right No I think they're from here I think their dad Owns a big football team Oh they're rich Yeah 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 Like mega 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 Ashley's over in the She's the just Giants. nodding The Giants <laughs> They <laughs>
0: own the Giants Yeah yeah. Wait, don't people have enough? <laughs> don't people have enough of the evil? I mean,
1: shit. I mean, if we're keeping score...
0: Wait, who was she? was like the girl with the tattoo? Yeah,
1: yeah, the girl with the, I girl with the tattoo. I could have done that. So you you could have done that. She
0: could have sat at a fucking game and handed out flags for the football team.
1: You could have... <laughs> you would have tattooed a dragon on your body. I would...
0: Yes. I would I, do anything. I
1: honestly do believe that this... I'm not even kidding. This movie... ...would be groundbreaking. I mean, it, it could almost sort of be like, you know, tonally a bit like Hedwig, which was yeah. so beautiful. Like, there's, yeah. there's a real beauty to it. Yeah, I love that. But I you, love see, that show. you see the struggle and you feel yeah. the, oh, you have to do that. Please do that. Well,
0: I love that you referenced that. I love that. I saw, That was like the first show that I fell in love with in New York or one of them. I went to see it like five times. I saw Ali Sheedy do it, Don on I never saw John Cameron Mitchell do it, but I saw everybody else.: And Michael C. Hall before he was oh he's uh, Dexter killing people.
1: That was pre Dexter.:
0: Yeah, and pre, I think he was MC on Broadway and cabaret. I don't know, do, you, do you, listeners learn to musical theater? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I wasn't... You know, I didn't... I imagine, did you, were you musical theater in, in school?
0: Yeah, show choir, music theater, all that. And then I went to school for opera. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs>
1: How do you keep your voice... Uh. warm? Because, you know... Like I could sing a lot more when I was in my twenties and my thirties, and now my forties. I sing like two songs, and my throat's like, nope,
0: yeah, all done. Well, I went to when I was doing a show. Somebody paid for me to go to like a really fancy voice coach. Because i always, I studied, but I would, but studied opera, so I could sing that way. But when I sing, like, rock and stuff, I would just always shred my voice. Of course. So I went to this woman um, who taught me all these, like, exercises. Like, this is, like, bullshit. You know, like, <laughs> somebody's paying all this money, but, like, I don't lose my voice anymore. So she really, she teaches, like, Neil Patrick Harris and Hugh Jackman and, like, that guy from The Darkness. You know that band? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That guy can sing. Get your hands up my
1: <laughs> Like that guy. Yeah. yeah. You can. <laughs> well, that's, the, the, the shred... Like, the shreddy rock voice is really fun to do, but I always worried like, oh, if I got real training... Would it, would you be able to, like, do you lose the Shreddy Rock voice? Is is it more like, I want to know what love is? (laughs) Like, do you you still keep it?
0: Um, I mean, the thing is, is like, I, you have to worry about longevity, you know? Like, that's the thing, like Patty Lapone, like, she, you know, um, she sounds better than anyone, and she's in her 70s. Like, she goes, she takes voice lessons, she's like an athlete, she does all her stuff, and, and, um, I don't know, I'm... I feel like when you listen to, who was I listening to the other day? Oh, that guy from Linkin Park. Rest in peace. Sorry. But, but like just that kind of like shredding, shredding, shredding. Yes. When I hear that, all I hear is like the vocal trauma happening. Right. <laughs> um, so I know. Yeah. I don't want to sound like sing songy, but it's so important to just keep it alive. And I trash it by the, that's why I can only sing like an hour and a half show. Cause by then I'm just like, Oh, it's starting to go. I got to go. Go to the bar and drink four glasses of wine and let people talk at me.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you got to sterilize. Yeah, I got to sterilize. Know, yeah, sterilize all yeah. that stuff out. Can you? Do you do when you're doing um, comedy clubs? How much of your show is music and how much of it is? It's
0: all. It's like the same. I just do it with tracks mm-hmm. and like hit the track, hit the track. I say that to my band too. But I, I do like you know eight songs and then tell some stories and get involved but like I'm getting more and more nervous to go on the road with the style of show I too. because it's like interactive and you know I just I just feel like maybe I'm going to stick to New York for a while after these Nashville shows.
1: Yeah, I don't know though. To to me you seem like such a fearless performer in the sense that cuz you were always amazing on At Midnight. I mean uh, like every that show, every time saying. you came on you destroyed on that show <laughs> and what's really fun and inspiring to watch is like oh yeah, Bridget is just like she's firmly planted in, like you are so solid as a performer that I don't sense any like hesitation. No, but I don't
0: want that. You know what I mean? Like for some, I, it's like the the more like because you know the wilder and bigger you get. Like I've definitely like toned it down. There was like some I was doing some really crazy shit for a while. Like when I was trying to get um, some um, get my career going, I was like I did the show one time with like a razor and I like shaved some shit on stage. And my friend Murray Hill sat me down afterwards. It's like, all right, kids, you got to slow down. <laughs> so I do not go that far, but, like, I still do a lot of crazy shit, and I want to keep trying new things, but I just, uh, I don't know. I just, I guess maybe I'm getting older or something, and I want to just, I'm afraid to sort of go too wild, you know, like in an unknown place. I feel right. comfortable doing it at Joe's Pub in New York, because, like, that's my scene. I know people are there to see me. But I want to keep trying, trying wild shit, and, um, but do it somewhere where I feel safe.
1: Yeah, but, but it's interesting that you were talking about, that now you say no to stuff, uh-huh. which is good because when you, it's hard to get out of that place when you're young and hungry and you just yeah. want to work. And yeah. so you're just like, well, I can't turn stuff. I got to do everything. Yeah. You know, it is, it is important to sort of realize where you're at and go, Oh yeah, I don't think I need to be that anymore. Yeah,
0: I enjoy that. I enjoy like, I enjoy sort of having a hold on it now, you know? Cause like for a while I just felt like I would just do Anything for anybody, I wasn't thinking of myself, you know, And so I was just like always spent, I had no creative energy left, and um, now I do because I can look out the window. Before I was in a ground floor apartment, it was really dark and sad, like... (laughs) And you literally did the opposite. Yeah, no, no, it's like just a sunlight, I got a beautiful dog, I got a...
1: I got a, an
0: iPhone, <laughs> I got a seltzer machine, I got a golden diaper on the on the. You on do have a wall. golden
1: diaper on the thing. Yeah. What is that from?
0: Uh, I used to host this show called Our Hit Parade and we used to do this uh, game called What's in My Diaper and like, <laughs> people would have to reach in your diaper but first guess what it was. <laughs> so, those were the wild What years.
1: types of objects might have been in oh, the diaper? Oh God, Denver. it could have
0: been a book, it could have been a, a stack of CDs, it could have been um, gum, it could have been anything.
1: Was anyone really good at the game?
0: No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's I've always I've always been really fascinated by this by because you know stand up like the stand up clubs the stand up circuit and I think the cabaret circuit are definitely yeah. cousins
0: yeah cousins of each other sure. yeah
1: because there is that kind of like gritty like okay we're just gonna throw everything we can yeah. at, at you and you know all, all bets are off kind yeah. of thing but I do I was always envious of the cabaret scene because it the definitely cabaret scene. the cabaret scene because it's it's so much more experimental and so yeah. much more unbridled, I think. Because stand-up, you can tr- I feel like you can try some stuff in a stand-up venue. Yeah. But but there, but you kind of... You still have to stay within some lanes. Yeah. And cabaret just seems like any fucking it's, cool, crazy thing yeah, you want to do. Yeah, it's lawless.
0: And that's why I love it so much. And that's why I'm so happy I found it. Because when I moved to New York, I was like, oh, I want to be on Broadway. I want to be in a musical. But then I found this like sort of... You know, there's, like, an old guarded cabaret where you're, like, singing and telling stories, and, you know, and those people are great, but they want nothing to do with me. <laughs> I'm involved with, like, the world of, like, um, like uh, Taylor Mack and Cola Scola and Aaron Markey and all these, like, really wild, weird thinkers and, and Murray Hill and Champagne Jerry and, like, people that you should look up if you don't know them. But they're just, like, it's a really... <clears throat> It's just, like, lawless and off the rails and, like, nudity and, like, just singing shit and saying what's ever on your mind. And, and it's expected, you know? It's, like, welcomed. And I feel like sometimes when I'm in a comedy club, like, people just show up to see a show. And they want to see somebody just, like, you know, boom, set, spike. You know, like, hear the, set up the punchline and then, like, right. and drink their two beers and go home. But it's more of an experience. I, th- I think cabaret is more of an experience. Like, you know, it's not always about, like... Super funny, 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 but you get some money notes and in my case, some tits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it always, but it also, I would imagine it all, there always has to be like some authentic, like I feel like the audience knows when something's not authentic. Like if yeah. someone just tries to do something that's weird for the sake of weird, Yeah. Do, do, does the audience get suspicious or do they get like, what is it? What's yeah. a bad show at a cabaret? How do you know if the Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like anything else. I think you have to be like, you can be wild and weird, but if it's not like, like, Erin Markey is this crazy sort of um, wild, um, I'm trying to think of who, how to describe her, but, like, if Amy Sedaris did Cabaret with, like, meets Gilda Radner meets, like, Shecky Green, I don't know what, what that was about, what I just tried to come up with. But, I like it, though. But she's, like, a total wild, weird ride, but it works when you see her, because you're like, that's who she is. But then I see people, like, trying to be like her, they're like... I'm from Brooklyn. I'm going to do some weird shit. And you're just like, but that's not you. So stop. Right, right, (laughs) right, right, right. right. And I, you know, I go to things and like, I don't, I hate the feeling of like that, that expression punching down or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, like I never want to do that. I really want to see other people from cabaret and like in downtown New York succeed, because to me it's such a thrilling, vibrant world and people do such crazy shit. Um, But I also... If they're, if they're not really being true to themselves and I'm not interested in helping them, which makes me feel like I'm kind of being a cunt, but, and I'm not like so wildly successful. That I can do much for anybody, but you know, like I do try to do what I can and you know, cause a lot of people help me out, you know,
1: were you ever, did, did you grow up shy or were you always sort of uh, like, no, I was like wild. I was
0: like oversexed and weird and like doing naughty things and just my mom and dad are really funny, but both in very different ways and they hated each other and that added some fun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But like my mom, like used to walk around like grocery stores and her nightgown with no bra and like a coat on and just like, you know, just like, just, just like her own unique person. And like, she would come home from work, take her bra off right away. And she's just super funny. She's a music teacher. And, and weird, she, I think she thought we were like the Kennedys of Manhattan, Kansas, but we were not, you know? <laughs> we were just like a bunch of hellions. and and my brothers and sisters are all super funny. We used to sit around the Thanksgiving table and try to, like, make people laugh until either they cried or wet their pants, and so
1: my sister would usually wet her pants, and I would cry. <laughs> no, did, so, in Kansas, in I would imagine in the 80s, probably? Yeah. Uh, 70s, 80s. In the 70s, 80s. Yeah. yeah. We're probably about the same age. I'm 46. But, yeah, me too. Um, Living our best yes. lives. Forty six. <laughs> this is where it gets good. <laughs> yeah. No, now that was other no, was just a prequel. <laughs> this is the fucking main attraction. Check out my Snapchat for more dicks later. All right. Forty
0: six. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to use I'll Snapchat. I draw dicks on cats. Can you like? Do you have like a Snapchat channel? Is that how it goes? And then you just?
1: Oh. Uh, I kind of, I kind of let Snapchat go because it's it's. Snapchat's, is it over? I don't even know. I don't know. It just for me it was. It's like Instagram is is just available to, yeah. uh, out there, and Snapchat's a little more of a walled garden. Yeah. And so, and it's like you don't even really know who you're, it's going out mm-hmm. to, or you, I don't know. For whatever reason, it just wasn't as compelling to me. Nothing wrong with Snapchat; it was yeah. just, just me. But yeah. So um, now I got to put the dicks on cat pictures on on Instagram, which is fine. <laughs> but uh, but but at that oh, and then you just remind me that my wife said that a guy is trying to. There's a guy who's. Who was born in 1949? Who his doctor said you have the health of someone who's 20 years younger than you. So he's legally trying to get his age changed to that, say that he was born in 1969.
0: I saw that headline. I had, I didn't click on. It. I was like, this is this is some bullshit. Is this like is this somebody that has a problem with people like with their gender? Is like that's I thought like it must be like somebody just being like, well, if somebody. Was you know born a woman and thinks they're a man now? Then I can. Oh, then I'm going to be probably... born
1: 1969. No, it didn't read that way. It read oh, okay. like well, he really. I... It read like he really was like well, I want to. I should. I should be uh, born in 1969 and not 194. But also like we well, can just tell people you're born in 1969.
0: Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah.
1: How often do you tell someone your age and they go, "I'm going to need to see some legal <laughs> documentation." <laughs> I mean, socially. Yeah. 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 I don't know, but in Kansas, was there a in a pre-internet era? Was there a support structure for the type of stuff that you're into? Like what what type of what type of stuff were you into? Then how did you get it? And who were your friends?
0: Um, well, luckily I had five older brothers and sisters, so I heard like a lot of cool music. Nice. <laughs> like Ario Speedwagon, Air Supply, and my, <laughs> that was in one room. And then my brother was like into De Barge, and like the other room. And then my other brother was like into Bread and Cream, and. My mom was into Mamelow and Streisand. And so I heard a lot of music. But the only thing, like, we would watch Saturday Night Live, and I could do that because my brothers and sisters would watch it. Yeah. And I remember seeing, like, Joe Cocker and John Belushi, and I was like, oh, my God, and Debbie Harry, I saw her. and But there wasn't really, like, um, a support structure. The only the support structure I did have is that my mom was a music teacher, so she really thought there was nothing wrong with, like, moving to New York and wanting to be a singer. She's like, yeah, go ahead. It's taking you 20 years. Fine. Go, keep waiting tables. It's, you're going to make it. Like, So there's that support structure. But, I mean, other than that, it was just like show choir and, and keggers on the weekend. And that's sort of like meets. you marry a kegger and show choir and you got yourself a, a rock and roll cabaret singer. <laughs> that's
1: it. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's what, what happens. That's all the things that come together. I'm
0: putting the wobble wedge back at the table. Listeners at home. Okay, because... The I gotta, table's a little
1: bit wobbly. I, I, I really need to describe the rug that we're on. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. It's, uh, it's a kitty in a, in a pile of pills.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's one of my um, favorite things in my apartment. So adorable. Um, I, yeah, I was on that um, Museum of Modern Art um, gift store website thing, and I saw these rugs, and I was like... What can I do with the rug with a kitty cat and pills? Well, I'm gonna make it work. But I just bought it, and then so I got this round table to go on top of it. But this is the wrong size, so I got another one coming. But um, but yeah, I just love it. Does your <laughs> act
1: change for the type of venue that you're? I mean, like I know you said you do song, you do songs in the comedy club, but mm-hmm. did, tonally are you exactly the same, or do you shift a little bit for the cabaret crowd versus the? Yeah, like, the the cabaret, club? the
0: the cabaret crowd. I have my band, so I take time and I like. Uh, you know, I mix in some, like, tenderness and, like, some ballads. So it's not just slam, 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 slam. But, like, at a comedy club, I really try to keep it, like, raucous and vibrant and, like, jokes, jokes, jokes. Or not jokes, but funny. Um, but that's why I love doing the shows in New York because I can take my time and, like, tell some, like, meaningful shit. And, and like, maybe do some of the political stuff. I'm not really a political person, you know, comedian or whatever, right. like, you know. I, I wear a resist ring every day And I hate Trump You know there's that's And, uh, nice. and you're,
1: you're wearing A Ruth Bader Ginsburg pin
0: Oh yeah Because you know I don't know how long how When this comes out But you know She cracked her ribs And, and I, I've got like So much Ruth Bader Ginsburg stuff Did you see her documentary?
1: No I haven't seen it Oh
0: I, I was lit up. I was watching with Amy Schumer, and we were high-fiving, we were crying, and um, so I light like during the, you know, I have a Ruth Bader Ginsburg candle I light, like whenever fucking something's going off the rails, or when we have the, um, the elections the other night. I got her, I got Maxine, and, and Mueller, and I slide them all up and just pray to something. Have you ever met her? Um, I waited on her. Like, <gasps> years ago, when I was I waited tables on the Upper West Side, not far from here, at uh, Ruby Foods on the Upper West Side, and... And she was there with like her whole family and she was just as sweet and polite as she could have been. And Good tipper? And, um, yeah, I think 20%. Nice. Yeah, yeah. i remember she wasn't. I remember those people. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, remember, I waited on Jerry Orbach one time. You remember Jerry of Orbach? Of course I remember Jerry Orbach. Yeah, so I used to watch Law & Order, like back-to-back episodes, and then I would go to work. And then one time he came in and he sat in my section and I was like, holy shit. Like, this is like so meta or something. I don't know. And so I like brought him a free piece of cake at the end and just sort of sat there and watched it and I was like, if you don't tip me, that's okay. I'm okay. It's Jerry Orbach. He's given me enough. Um, but he was a good tipper. He was a good tipper. Yeah. I'm glad that's where that story
1: landed yeah. because very where he's <laughs> going to be like 5%.
0: No, Orbach! Richard Dreyfus has a little work to do. Got- <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, maybe he's come around. You know what would I- be funny is if you do did- <laughs>
1: The podcast that just talked about who was (laughs) bad.
0: (laughs) Right. <laughs> just,
1: list, just put people on blast for being yeah. bad tippers. Yeah,
0: just, from this uh, episode, we've got, we've got, we got, hey, Booker, we got a movie, <laughs> we got bad tippers, what else can we possibly Bad tippers is about? a great name for a podcast. <laughs> That's great.
1: Oh, I worked at Ruby Foods for a long time. Here's the scoop. Oh my God, I did. I was at,
0: I, I worked at the original PF Chains in Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, wow. I know a lot of those. A lot of those athletes used to come in. There were some great tippers and some not great tippers. And then Ruby Foods, which was a hot spot for a while. I waited on Woody and Sunni. I've waited on Howard Stern. I've waited on Richard Simmons. I've done it all.
1: <laughs> and as a, as a performer, like, do you ever, when you're, if you're waiting on someone that you like, you yeah. know, do do you do you give a little extra or do you like oh I want him to notice me or are you good at like I'm just gonna leave him alone I try to keep I
0: used I tried to like keep it you know like chill like I you know it wasn't any big deal you know just hey we're just peers here you know I got the apron on but we're peers I
1: know we know each other's struggle (laughs) I know how it is
0: but like if you ever would ever wait on Howard Stern he'd be so excited because he's so polite and like he'd come with his daughter and when I was working this other restaurant after Ruby was closed, because I opened it and closed it, 10 years of service, thank you so much, um, but Howard Stern was like, always such a great tip, he right? took like 50 on 100 or something like that. Nice. But that's, it's nice to be able to do stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Why, why not have all, if you're going to have all that money, might as well just, you might you might know, well share with people. You might as well share with people.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe like 10 years ago, before I was really working a lot, I went to lunch with Drew Carey and we went to this diner. And I tried to be a big shot. And I wasn't really working at the time. And uh, I'm like, I'll get lunch. And he goes, oh. And I could tell someone's wrong. I go, what's wrong? And he goes, um, yeah, I like, to, I like to tip him, like, a 100 bucks. So can you? And it was, like, on a $20 yeah. thing. And he goes, can you? And I was like, OK, you, you get it. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't. And we went to lunch recently, or we went to dinner recently. And I went to grab, And the same thing happened. I go, I got it this time, so through. Nice. I go, how much are you going to tip? He told me I was like, that's how much I'm going to tip. Oh, it's fine. now that's so And nice. it, just, it sort of felt like, oh, I came full circle because yeah. I got to, I got to, the, I got to be at that level, yeah. you know, for a, what, for a night.
0: When I go out to eat with Amy um, Schumer, she's always like, no, because <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I'm going to leave a great tip, but she's going to change someone's life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I know that that's the case. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's good though. Like that, that's what you're supposed to, you know, like you got it. It's good. You know,
0: it's oh. it's nice to like see somebody like taking a check presenter like, thank you, ladies, have a great day. And you see somebody walk over to the side station and just like oh, just gently weeping. Like it's like, what did you leave that? <laughs> Don't worry about <laughs> that. <There's
1: some laughs> stuff I found in the couch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright, Jeez.
1: gosh. I mean, yeah. is it you know, do do you do you think that being like stupidly wealthy is good or do you think it's just it comes with weird stuff attached I think to it, it comes with
0: weird stuff I mean I know some I'm sure you know we all know stupidly wealthy people you know like they're just like so successful and just like I feel like it changes you but you know like I wouldn't want that responsibility like I wouldn't want like right now I make enough money that I can send my mom like a thousand dollars or I can send her pay some of her bills or whatever. And like, she's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but people like my brother is not calling me and saying, well, you're going to kick in for my kid's tuition. You know, like, like, where does it end? You know, some of my wealthy friends, they have a really long breadline and I just feel like you've, it changes the dynamic of your world and your relationships. If, it, it can. Right. You know, but... Um, and it also
1: probably affects the choices that you make. Yeah. And how you have to live. And yeah. I, you know, I mean, not like... I mean, I'm saying, like, oh, you should really feel bad for rich people. But I just mean in the sense <laughs> of, you know, like, it does... It does come with some stuff. Yeah. At the same time.
0: Like, Oprah is still... I don't know. I've never met her. But, like, she's... She's still relatable. People love her. But you know that she's sitting on a mountain of, like, diamonds and marble castles. And, like... Yeah. And how... While she tries to, you know, she is, like, a warm, relatable person, but, like, how, how street really are you? Or how connected to the people you
1: once were are you? Well, for with? her especially, it's got to be hard because it's not, like, even if she really wants to be, like, super connected with people, it's, like, she can't just walk into a Starbucks. She can't. Because anywhere she goes, people are going, go, oh, my
0: God. Like, it's, yeah. she's going
1: to get, like, jumped by yeah. fans. Oh.
0: It's starting to
1: rain. Is that okay? Oh, be- I think it's going to add a nice ambiance. Yeah. We'll, we'll just lull people into sleep. Like, oh, it's a little, it's a little sleep machine. Yeah.
0: I have a skylight We're on that, the top floor now. Fairy- <laughs> <laughs> you
1: gotta, I mean, having like a full balcony... Like, that's a full-size door yeah. to a balcony. Like, you don't have to climb out a window no, to get to that I balcony. Know. It that wraps a,
0: around, too.
1: Jesus. I know.
0: I'm not, I am really sound like I've really made it. I haven't. It's a rental. But, you know, I, I love it.
1: What are you excited about? Like, as we're, you know, now that we're in this magical 46. Yeah. Um, what is your... What do, what do you feel like you know now at 46 that you didn't know before?
0: I mean, the, the, the main thing that... Like I'm excited about really fully having a realization about is to just not surround myself or work with people that aren't there to lift me up you mm-hmm. know and like and vice versa, like I'm not doing anybody any favors if I'm not like supporting them fully like just the people you know I spent a lot of time in my thirties with like an uh, working with like an underminer, you know, like somebody was like jealous and i but I thought that that was what I was worth, so so feeling like that I'm worthy of where what I've earned is really invaluable and i wish i knew that in my 20s because you see some people in their 20s and they're so confident and they think well yeah i deserve to fucking be here you know i deserve two oscars by the time i'm 30 or whatever it is you <laughs> right. know what i mean like or i just it just took me a long time to realize that and it's a shame because i think i could have done a lot more you know but there's i don't time. know though but
1: maybe it's well there's what some do you think what do you like well, how do you feel about that i agree with you but i also think that it's kind of necessary to go through that period that you're talking about because yeah. if you just if you just had all the answers at 23, good point. Yeah, and it's like yeah, that's kind of boring. And then also, where do you go from there? Yeah. I don't know. It it just seems it seems nice to have lived and made dumb mistakes and yeah. and grown and and learned and to, because then you can't appreciate you can't fully appreciate something until yeah. you've. Fallen and, and skidded on your face, uh, you know, several yeah. times. Yeah, which
0: is makes me feel so bad for these, like, younger people that, like, make mistakes with the internet now. It's like there's just, like, a black mark is, like, forever or something. Right. You know, and I feel like that's so unfair because... Thank God there wasn't, like, a camera or, like, a, an Instagram story following me everywhere with all the shit I said in there. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: truly. Those of us who were full adults by the time the internet came around. Yeah, thank you, God. Like that, <laughs> just having that, like, having a feet having a foot in each one of those yeah. worlds. But, you know, even as much of a social media person as I was since there was, you know, well, just an internet person since there was internet. Yeah. You know, now I'm sort of like, I don't know if how I feel about, you know, being on it all the time anymore. And I don't know if that's just, I'm starting to sound like an old person or what, but I I am appreciating the real world yeah. more than I, than I used to. And I it's think nice. that's better.
0: Yeah, it's so much better. Like, you, you know, just to, I like to go see like a lot of live shows. I like to go see... I don't get out of my house enough because, like, I'm I'm in my phone or computer, like, fucking online shopping or whatever. But, <laughs> but you know, I I've really made an effort to to not go on like Facebook and not Twitter is like it, it's it's gonna give me a heart attack. Yeah. And I don't I don't even tweet. I just retweet other people because I get too mad when I start to write something. <laughs> uh, Instagram I like because it's like pictures. Yeah, just visuals, just pictures. I follow <laughs> a lot of cats and dogs and you know, I'm into celebrity animals and, and rescue sites. That's sweet. It's a balance. Nice. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, life is about the living. I love to spend time with friends and now I got an apartment that I'm not ashamed of. I see a lot more people. Yeah.
1: And also, I, I also feel like you, when you're young, you sort of just, your friend group is just sort of whoever is nearby. Yeah. And then when you start to grow up a little bit and you're like, I Oh, I can pick my friends, Yeah. and then you start like you said. You just want to be surrounded by people who lift you up and support yeah. you. It's weird that it. I feel like it took me years to figure that out. Yeah, like that. It seems like oh, well, you would just know to do that, but but it's. I yeah. feel like I had to learn that. Yeah,
0: it just took me way too long to figure that out. <laughs> but you're right. It's just like you're sort of slogging through life, and you're just like. But then, like once I, I, I had friends like Amy, my friend Murray Hill, and all these people that just want great things for you, it's like. I was like I had to like it took me like five years to adjust to like people that that like are like they really love me. What the fuck is wrong with them? <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't you know how dumb you are for loving me? What is your problem? I know, but um but now I'm just so much happier and you know lighter in spirit, not in physical but
1: spirit. Spiritual well that's important that's important though. Yeah. Because if you go down the other path it's just like that sort of blackness in your soul yeah. just envelops you. And then you're yeah. just a bitter old person yeah. and then it's over.
0: Yeah. Then your mom, my mom sitting in a blue chair, chain smoking her cigarettes and like, just like <laughs> not, you're shut in. But when she goes out, she's like, she like, you know, she gets so excited. We go to McDonald's and, She's like, hi, it's Freddie. Oh, hi, Freddie. Pull around. You know, they know what she wants. <laughs> oh,
1: that's so sweet. They hand
0: her her caramel frappuccino with whipped cream and shit going everywhere. And she's like, wildly diabetic. Should not be having it. But I'm like, you know, live your life here. You're, you're 84. You might as well just. She's 84? Yeah. She had me when, maybe she's 83, but I'm um, sorry if I exaggerated. Um, but yeah, she had me when she was almost 40. Wow. Is that
1: the mouth? Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah, yeah. thirty, 30 your thirty-eight. Your
0: parents, are your parents, like
1: my mom. Yeah, sixty. My, no, my my no 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 they're not that young. I mean, teen bread like My mom was in.
0: I'm listening. I'm just getting some more salt, so Keep talking. Your mom was what?
1: Bridget just leaves. She's like I'm just done with this. I don't want to be here anymore. It's raining outside.
0: I want to um uh. A show last night, and it was all you could drink Chardonnay. <laughs> so I gotta stay <laughs> hydrated. <laughs> all
1: you can drink Chardonnay. Is yeah. <laughs> that sounds like an album title. <laughs> yeah. All you can yeah. drink Chardonnay. Just a yeah. glass of Chardonnay on the front. That's right. That's the one That's thing. A good idea. I gotta write a song today. Maybe I'll do that. You gonna write a song? Okay. Mm-hmm. So the song today is "All You Can Drink Chardonnay." Yeah. Okay. So how does "All You Can Drink Chardonnay" start?
0: Well, first of all, I got to stop shaking. I'm like, right now I'm on a caffeine. Like, you know, you probably don't drink everybody's clean in comedy.
1: Yeah, um, but, that's um, the way it is now.
0: <laughs> but, you know, I wake up with these um, Chardonnay chakras. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and all the sugar, like, rattles me awake. <laughs> and then um, now, And then I had a coffee, and now I'm having seltzer, and I'm just all fumes right now. I'm like... And when you guys leave, I'm going to just stop trembling. And then I'm going to let my brain settle. Yep. And uh, I'll start, I'll get to work. Because I'm in a songwriters group like uh, adult people do.
1: (laughs) I feel like that you've already said a lot of things that are a good place for the song to start.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's just
1: like, you know, you you wake up, you've got the shakes, you've got the caffeine, you've got the seltzer water. Yeah. And you're just, you're basically just biding your time to all you can drink Chardonnay. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And every day can be all you can drink Chardonnay.
0: (laughs) It really can be. <laughs> I remember I did that. Um, oh, um, and it was, it was on NPR. What's it, uh, Terry Gross. Yep. You know, I did it. Uh, and I did the, I was in this movie. It was like a small movie. And so we were talking about it. It's called Patty Cakes, which I love being a part of. And then like we had the opening night party and we just like fucking went off the rails. And like the next morning I have to go talk to Terry Gross. You know, it's like a very, it's NPR. It's like, you no, know be on your toes, bitch. And I was like, <laughs> not on my toes. And I just kept being like, yeah, you know, I'm drinking and blah, 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 drinking. And I think at some point she's like, I'm worried about you. <laughs> like, oh, no! I mean, she didn't say that. I mean, it was so thrilling to get to be yeah. on that program. Um, but I should not have done it in the condition I was in.
1: <laughs> you know, though, I feel like Chardonnay is appropriate for the NPR crowd.
0: That's right. Thank the, you. Yeah, exactly. Thank you.
1: Yeah, uh, Tara, okay. I just want to specify... It was Chardonnay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay then.
0: I do have a bottle of Jaeger that I've never opened because <laughs> in that movie Patty Cakes, I like I talk about Jaeger, so Jaeger sent me a bottle with like my name embossed on it or whatever. Oh wow! But I'm not I'm not gonna be
1: doing Jaeger shots unless Ashley, do you want one? You got. <laughs> I have vague memories of. It's been a long time. It's been a long time for me, but I, I have vague memories of. I only ever drank beer really, but occasionally. <laughs> Or well, if you want to kick it up enough, yeah. and then it's like, there oh let's go. do a shot. The Jaeger shot I I feel like it was like poisonous licorice.
0: Oh yeah. It's hardcore. You know it, um, but I like anything that sort of burns going in because you know it's doing its job. <laughs>
1: Just <laughs> kill all those germs. It's <laughs> yeah. gonna burn coming out. Yeah. Oh that's gonna burn coming but out. But
0: now instead of Jaeger I do ginger shots. Um oh. uh, yeah, I try to do a ginger shot every day. It keeps me clean, it keeps me um so I don't get sick so I don't lose my voice so I can make some money. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. You get yeah. the ginger and the uh, um, apple cider vinegar is really good for the... Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's really
1: good for the, there, for the pipes.
0: There's a place in West Hollywood that, like, is, like, you go in there I always see Cheyenne Jackson in there. He's very handsome You know Cheyenne Jackson? No. He's an actor. He's gorgeous. Look him up You'd be like, oh, he's gorgeous.
1: He's gorgeous. Um,
0: but he, yeah, yeah. Um, he's always in there getting
1: some juice. That's how he looks so beautiful. That's... that's and and so. it's, just, it's just solidifying his yeah. His taut skin to yeah. his. Uh... He's
0: more and more beautiful every day.
1: Yes, yeah, because of the shots. Because of the shots. <laughs> I try to, they say the worse the shots taste, yeah. the ginger shots, like the, the healthy shots, the more toxins are in your body. Is that true? Probably. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you just nodded.
0: I'm sorry, I'm looking at
1: Shia Jackson. <laughs> oh, you were not. I thought you weren't. God damn it. <laughs> He's you to look at You were nodding. Yeah. No, you, you were, were You were having your own private Cheyenne Jackson moment <laughs> over there.
0: I was sitting in my favorite restaurant in West Hollywood, um, Hugo's. You ever go? to Oh Hugo's? yeah, yeah, Hugo's yeah. is yeah. great. I love it. I, I was. I'd like to leave a nice tip there.
1: Leave a nice tip um, at Hugo's.
0: And they, um, and I'm sitting there, and Cheyenne Jackson just like honks and waves. I've seen him more than I've seen my own mother in the last year. <laughs> seen, it
1: sounds like destiny.
0: Yeah, we're gonna come back to
1: do the podcast next year, and then Cheyenne Jackson's just gonna walk out into town. Right.
0: Oh, that's right. I <laughs> hope so. Yeah, I think he's like happily married to a man and has kids, but... You, you know, know what, though? You know what, though? Cabaret. <gasps> that's a good song. You know what, though? You know what, though?
1: <laughs> that's a great idea for a song. Wait, can, okay, can I pitch this to you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what, though, is great because each verse is basically a, an impossible premise that you yeah. set up. It's it, like... You know what, though? And then the counter-argument about why you're so amazing and why you're going make to make it work oh out. Why you're going to make it work out. Oh, my
0: God. I'm an EGOT now because you know what, though.
1: And, and the very last line, you go through the whole thing, and then you go, you know what, though? Oh, you can drink Chardonnay. Yeah! Okay. Oh, my God. And then you're out. You have, like, 33% of a song Oh, my right dude, thank there. God.
0: Thank you, God you came into my life today. <laughs> Otherwise, I would truly just be like, Poppy, what now?
1: That was my... <laughs> <laughs> what are we?
0: That could also be another song, Poppy.
1: Poppy what now? now. <laughs> it's a beautiful. It's almost a sad. You light up my life, kind of a song. Yeah. <laughs> I like the world. What, feel like the world needs more sad piano ballads. Just oh. those seventies. Yes. Gut wrenching. Yes. Where you could just hear. You know. Now I feel like so much about pop music is is, is about the 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 vocal. Um, I don't know. I don't riffs. Know what riffs like. The, the riff, like the vocal riffs. The vocal
0: masturbation. That's exactly I tell you right. It. It's not about. It's not about consonants. Okay, that, can I get a little <laughs> bit of diction in my pop music?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You don't get that sense anymore. Like you would hear
0: Barry Manilow, Manilow,
1: or a Carpenter song, Christopher or
0: Cross. Yeah, the oh, I, I, or, or, or
1: bread, and you bread, go. Yes. Oh, I don't think he's okay. Like yeah. you would really get the sense that something yeah. was wrong. Like, I want to really be concerned.
0: Like... I want to be concerned about my crooners.
1: <laughs> I want to. I, I want to. I want the kind of concern where you go like, I got to call them and make sure they're okay. Yes. Someone checking yes. on them because <laughs> yes. I'm a little worried. Yeah. I heard their diary, their private diary of the song, and I'm a little worried that something's yeah. off.
0: And I want them to sound like they're my mom. You know, like my friend. He doesn't like Karen Carpenter's voice because he thinks that she sounds matronly, and I'm like, yeah, and it's wonderful. Like she sounds, her voice is impeccable in my opinion. And she has
1: an insane range too. She goes all the way down in some songs.
0: Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm just singing for all we know.
1: (laughs) I watched, um, I watched a duet between Johnny Cash and Joni Mitchell because it was just her birthday, Uh and it was from, I guess, I guess from his show. And her voice was in, like, her range was insane. But then, thanks to your thanks to thanks to the everyone's buddy cigarettes, yeah.
0: the,
1: it, like her voice like drops an octave like every decade yeah. and got lower. But yeah. It, you know. But I love the I love like that's what a singer should be able to do. I think. I
0: agree. And like what I love about Joni Mitchell is that she like she just like fully like has embraced like what her voice is now. She's like, yeah, I smoke, and I'm, I sound like this now, and as opposed to like trying to still had that sort of like um, not tweety like you know yeah, like yeah, sort yeah. of fluttery so yeah. like she she obviously can't do it anymore but she doesn't care and, and she like,
1: just sticks in her lane she, she
0: sticks in her lane you know
1: I'm so, so glad that you recognize too as a professionally trained singer mm-hmm. and I think it happened somehow sometime around like I think it was American Idol mm-hmm. that sort of brought that that kind of mm-hmm. like soul yodeling yeah. like yeah. Da, da, yeah. it's like being technically proficient doesn't yeah. mean there's you no, have soul.
0: Yeah. It's no. it's like, to me, like there's like, there's no connection to like the song, you know, right. like that for me is like, what's exciting. It's like whoever, however they're singing and if they're rapping or whatever they're doing, it's like that they feel it, you know, that's what matters. I hate when you're like watching somebody sing and they're just like, they're moving their hands all around. Cause I've seen like Mariah do it or Christina <laughs> do it. Um, and, but they're not thinking about what they're saying and like Whitney was like a great example of how you can do all those things like you know she just her voice was just one in a million you know yeah. but I think once Whitney really commanded pop music like a lot of people that heard her felt like they had to do the same thing but it's not necessarily who they are you know yeah watching American Idol it's just like I remember seeing them it's like oh all they're doing is just like fucking singing these runs and stroking their clip. they're just like oh my god you hear that oh <laughs> I saw that on American Idol before. Was that, a, was that a specific? Unless you're Fantasia, who can do whatever the fuck she wants because she fucking kills it. Have you ever seen her on the Tonys singing the song um, from The Color Purple? No. She is so overcome at the end of singing it that she just has to dash off the stage. She is just so. I love the Tony Awards, oh and I don't even—I don't
1: even have to see most of the shows. But what I—what I, what I yeah. love about the Tony Awards is that. Like all the other shows are just so serious and mostly full of seat fillers, yeah. And so that's why the, the crowds don't always respond because the crowd, I've never been, but that's what I the heard. crowds always <laughs> the crowds always changing up. But the Tonys, yeah. it's like everyone wants to be there, yeah, and they're excited about it, yeah and they're invested in it, yeah. and it's just such a fun, it's a fucking great show. Maybe
0: because they only get one, and you know, like, and like, actors are like, they have the Golden Globes, the Emmys, the this, the, uh, the critics, the this, and they're probably just worn out, you know, too many dresses, I gotta look beautiful, too many times, I gotta say thank you to my Asia too many times, I'm tired.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. I just, I think the theater, I think the, the I think theater is There's more of a community. community. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. much more of a community, and it's a localized community. Yeah and you know film, television people all over the place it's not not all the same thing so and
0: there is something about like you know when people say when you do a musical you fall in love like you fall in love with everybody in your cast you're like I'm going to know these people for the rest of my life and you're like crying on closing night and shit like that in a movie or TV you're just like you do like a love scene with somebody you just met 20 minutes before and you're like okay let's go (laughs) Okay. But, it says I'm supposed to put my head. in. Okay, well, okay here we go. Right. We'll I see didn't you. want to say goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> oh, hey, I remember you, didn't
1: yeah. I? Oh yeah, did we do that? <laughs> the, the, the sort of I'm, I'm thinking about like what other other versions of that click stroking you were talking about is <laughs> yeah. like like if you were an architect, you want to see Poppy Snapchat? Snapchat? <laughs> <laughs> Poppy's <laughs> just
0: over there stroking her <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay, Poppy, what now? Zero. Oh, more clit stroking Snapchats? Okay.
1: Uh, I cut you off. Poppy Puppy Clit Tuesday. <laughs> where it's just poppy puppy clit all day long. All poppy Puppy Clit Poppy
0: Puppy Clit Poppy Puppy Clit.
1: You got another oh. song. <laughs> poppy Puppy <laughs> Clit is a song. It is a smash hit. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of, the, like, in other professions, the same version of that. It's like, you don't have to hit every every little yeah. tremolo thing. It's like, if you were an architect, and you just put every detail in a building that you could possibly yeah, exactly. make, you're like, look, I put every detail in yeah. it. Like, yeah, but, you know, there's artistry in knowing what not yes. to put in. Yes, yes, there's artistry in knowing not what to not put but in. But I think that's also just part of it is that yeah. when the, the musical competition shows, a lot? most, most of them are... Like newer young yeah. singers, yeah. and so they haven't they haven't learned that yet. But then that's that's what's being popularized. Yeah. So everyone just goes, oh, that's what a good singer is. But if you right. listen to like Billie Holiday or Etta James or Karen Carpenter, yeah. or John, it's like they don't
0: they're not trying to copy. They don't one. do all that stuff. Right.
1: Like you can just you can hear or Patsy Cline yeah. like you can hear or Dolly. Yeah. You can. I mean. One of my favorite videos, and I, I probably watch it like five times a year, it's from 1985. It's Kenny Rogers singing We've Got Tonight, the Bob oh. Seger song. And it. then halfway, he's in this massive it. arena. It's peak Kenny Rogers. Oh. And Dolly Parton comes in halfway oh. through. And, you know, obviously Kenny has a great voice, but it's yeah. like he and Dolly are not even on the same no. fucking solar system. Yeah,
0: Dolly is in her own... She's orbiting around. There's her. There's There's Aretha... There's like Whitney. And it's just and so,
1: the thing that's so fun to watch, and I saw it once, I've seen Ann Wilson perform a couple times. Mm. And it's just, it's effortless.
0: We oh got her and the Kennedy Center honors with uh, singing Led Zeppelin. Did oh, you yeah,
1: see? yeah, yeah.
0: And he, he's up there just, just. Just crying. Wiping away the tears.
1: Yeah, because she's she, crushing she's it. She's
0: crushing it. And then, like, all the hats, you know, when they all wear the, because the. Was his name John Bonham? Was that his name? Yeah. And then his son's there and, then, and the chorus comes out and they're all wearing those little hats that he used to wear. And then she's singing and she's just, oh my God, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. You, and
1: you look at her face and there's no, like she's just as calm as if she's having a yeah. conversation. Yeah, That's a whole other level. I don't even oh, know yeah. if yeah She just
0: knows. But the heartbreaker is, I don't... know
1: heartbreaker... Talk about heart. Oh no! <laughs> God, that was oh, funny. I thought you were going to start talking about Tom Petty. I thought that. I thought that's the pun we were going.
0: No, through. no. The Heartbreaker, as you may or may not know, that Anne and Nancy aren't speaking to each other. What? Anne and Nancy Wilson are not speaking to each other. I Didn't know that. Because that, you know, heart is like such a. I love two sisters together mm. doing something.
1: I saw them at like, the Greek. I saw Heart oh, at the Greek, like um, maybe fifteen years ago. That must have been good. Oh yeah, and it, to this day. And, and I, I didn't really pay. I mean, I remember the song from the '80s, but the song alone. Oh yeah. But when but seeing it live, ah, it's you, it's just like that fucking Memorex ad where the guy's <laughs> in the chair and the phone <laughs> blown back. I mean, it's she's unbelievable, uh, it, and it was one of the one of my favorite concert experiences of oh all my time. God, that's amazing. There's a I gotta find the song. There's one. There's a heart song from an album that they did. Um, hang on a sec. Let's see.
0: Barracuda. What no, no, no. It's, it's, like, it's like it was. It was, a, it was a Zeppelin cover. They
1: did. It was a Zeppelin cover.
0: Robert Plant. Why can't I think of his name? Or is it Roger? Robert Plant. Robert. Robert. Roger. I'm Roger Plant. <laughs> I'm Roger
1: Plant. <laughs> I'm Robert's brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine?
1: <laughs> hang on. No,
0: uh, no I'm Roger. <laughs>
1: I'm Ro- I'm the I'm the manager Roger Plant. If
0: you're the twin of Robert Plant, your name is Roger. I'm just like, oh my god, Robert Plant. So excited to meet you. Oh. No, I'm Roger. I'm Roger. Come from the land of the ice and snow,
1: <laughs> the hammer of the gods. I'm driving sure <laughs> ships to new lands. Here we go. It's the Battle of Evermore. Is so
0: it Greek?
1: No. This was just from some live album from 1996. The Queen of Light took her a bow, and then she to go. Peace, the, girl, and walk the night
0: <laughs> It's just effortless. When they come in together...
1: They so good together. That, now they come in together. Hey, yeah, the
0: apple-
1: that just, it's upsetting oh God, how I good love that, that is. It's upsetting how good that is. <laughs> and the fact that they're not speaking.
0: Yeah, it's a heartbreak. Well. God, I did it again.
1: You did it again! Uh. Maybe we should write a song about how they just need to work out their differences. That's true. How can you mend a broken heart? Come on! Oh. See, we're all doing did it you like now. That one, Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> What's a song? Is there a song is there a song to you that you feel like is uncoverable? What makes a good cover? Because I heard I've I've heard some when I hear like a what I call like a lazy cover where yeah. it's like where a band where it just feels like oh you just want to hear you just want to do a karaoke version yeah, of yeah exactly song. as opposed to when someone like really yeah takes like pulls something yeah. really magical out of yeah. a song and makes it their own
0: one song I would say nobody should ever cover is Mandy by Barry Manilow <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry kids I know everyone's glamouring, but put away your Mandy covers And we're about to tell you why.
0: But there's other songs, like, one of my very favorite songs is uh, Be My Baby, you know? Yeah. Be
1: my,
0: be my little baby. I could hear a thousand people sing that because it's such a perfect song, such a perfectly crafted song. But so is Mandy, but it's like, it's just not meant to be sung by anybody other than Barry. Right. (laughs) Um, But like, yeah, that's such a good question. I don't really want to hear anybody else... Um, Sing anything that Aretha does. No, I guess
1: you really can.
0: <laughs> um, cause like they they try. Unless they're gonna do it totally different, or like you know, like in a like if like um, you know Jennifer Lewis, mm-hmm. like if she sang, or Jennifer Hudson can cover whoever she wants. She's got a nut, She's an incredible. What about voice. for you? Is
1: there a song? Is there a, is there a song for you that you feel like ah, I just I want to tackle that one, but I don't know.
0: Well. Uh, the reason Barry was on my mind is because I did the Tonight Show last night. So I mean, oh, how'd that go? How <laughs> was it Tonight Show? Pretty good, did, you, know? did, you
1: did pretty well on that show. Yeah,
0: not at the I mean, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> but they, like, every time I'm on it, they want me to sing. And I can't really sing my original songs because it's like, you can't say titties on Tonight Show or whatever songs they have. And um, so I was just trying to figure and I was like, oh, I kind of want to do like a Barry Manilow thing, like have a whole whatever. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, it, it, it can't be done. First of all, like, there's, there's so much production value in it. There's, like, backup singers and whatever. So I saying Rihanna, and I think she's fair game. I think you can cover Rihanna. Anything. You can cover Rihanna,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I love her. I think she's great. And I love, like, you know, her, like, getting political now. But You gotta yeah, just, like, he's, he's his own
1: thing. How do you know, just for people, as we're sort of winding this down, for people who... Because I, I think one of the things that we talked about besides... Uh, Puppy Puppy clip Tuesday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is all, just, talking about. Just for yeah. Yeah, just all for your script. Just yeah, this is all for your script. This all for your script. But I feel like uh, a lot of also what we talked about was, um, you know, just figuring out who you are, being comfortable with who you are, being authentic, not trying to be someone else. We talked about that with cabaret, with yeah. stand-up. with. But when did you... Really start figuring it out, and how? Like, how would you tell people to start figuring out if, if they all of a sudden go, "Oh, wait, maybe I am someone who copies someone else on stage." How do I know who I am? Is it? Do you just have to live a while longer, or is there a, is there a, a, an easier way?
0: I think you gotta live your live your way through it, you yeah. <laughs> know. But but the truth is, like, um, so the the golden diaper on the wall. It's a, one. Re- it's a good reminder because I used to do the show called Our Hit Parade, and it was like we would cover pop songs, and that was the whole thing, and, like, it was really wild, and, and it, but it was also a time of discovery, you know, like, figuring out, like, um, my voice, like, by covering other people's music, and so, anyway, around that time, I started my own band, and um Ad, Adam Horovitz, mm-hmm. Ad Rock from BC Boys, was in it, and uh, I was like, you know, I want to, I want to make an album, and I want to do, like, I'll just you know make an album of like cover songs that I've done that have been great at our hip parade or whatever and he's like, No, you gotta write your own music and I was like, But my my ideas are, are silly and he's like he's like, the BC boys you know, BC Boys music was all silly in the beginning and you know, like he's like, Do you and so that's when I started writing songs called what I gotta do to get, get that dick in my mouth? <laughs> it made me laugh. So instead of trying to be like smart and sophisticated, I did something that made that gave me joy, and I was like, and it's like, you know, it took me so long, but like once you are saying what you want to say, then it's gonna make so much sense. Everything gets easier. People, more people want to hear what you have to say. That's that's the key for me.
1: So yeah, especially because I think when. Someone seems like they are comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. Other people are like, what? what's that person know that yeah. I don't know? Like, yeah. it's, it's a very, it is a very, like, being comfortable in your own skin, and you can't force it, but being comfortable in your own skin is an incredibly attractive quality because it's what everyone wants to feel. Yeah. yeah. Most of the time. That's why yeah. they distract themselves constantly because they don't feel comfortable in their own yeah. skin.
0: Yeah. And that's what, like, sometimes if I get like a call to do like some, like, big audition or big meeting or whatever, and I know it's not me, I'm like, I can't, I won't do it because it distracts me from... Then I'll go into a tailspin of like, ah, I'm not good at this. You know, like I just want to do things that make me feel... Confident and strong and powerful and like I'm doing right by myself. Yeah, you know, and Adam, that's what Adam always would be like. Do you? And I think you know it's working for them. So why can't it work? It works. It worked pretty well for everyone Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and then lastly, what is the crazy? What's my
0: number. <laughs> it is. I am single.
1: Six <laughs> four six. It's
0: one eight hundred poppy clip.
1: <laughs> so the phone company trying to get those numbers.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, what, um, is this available? <laughs> yeah. is
1: this, like, can you imagine? To... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. What did you say? <laughs> said, don't. It's not. not it's, it, 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 it's not. It's a movie I'm writing. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, um, what what what's the craziest thing that you've ever that you can remember doing on? Like, what's your craziest cabaret night memory?
0: Well, one of them. Was I was going around the room and I sing the song called titties and I was like And I hate when people show up to my show late It's like makes me insane because we're already starting late So like I'm going around the room and like motorboating people <laughs> And I turn around and I see this table like somebody had like while I was facing this way had just filed in and sat down And I turn around and I go to motorboat this person Cause I was like, fuck you. <laughs> and it was Gloria Steinem. And I was like, Oh, that's exactly what I did. I was like, stop that music. <laughs>
1: Gloria Steinem's here. Gloria Steinem's here. Gloria Steinem's here.
0: <laughs> and it, she'd come like right from like something with Oprah. Like she'd like, she had a good excuse to be late. Not that anybody needs an excuse to be late. It's their money. They can do whatever the fuck they want. But like, that was a moment that really, truly stopped me in my tracks. And it took me like five minutes to get back, you know, just, in my... To take, take the night back over. So you did not
1: motorboat her? <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. But I would. <laughs> <laughs> <If> you... <laughs> Those are... She's great. hot, by the way. Yeah. She is hot. She looks good. I was at a party, and she was out on the dance floor, and I was like, Claudia. <laughs> <Gloria. laughs>
1: That's yeah. fantastic. It, and it also a good reminder of, like... Because I would imagine not many things can throw you. You probably... Yeah. Like
0: Not, no, most things you just sort of ride out. You just you know? sort of roll with. Yeah.
1: But when you're about to motorboat Gloria Steinem, yeah,
0: that'll stop you dead in your tracks.
1: You- <laughs> Every time. Does Poppy? Does Poppy say anything? Does no, Poppy she's, sing?
0: She's prepping her clip right now. She's,
1: it? <laughs> yeah, she's prepping, prepping
0: it. Yes, prepping it. Prepping it
1: and like a. Uh, it's, 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 like with the garlic and uh, butter or I don't know what, what do you mean she's pretty she's
0: got ginger root over there just some, she's soaking it in apple cider vinegar and then she just sort of like lightly pats it with the ginger root and then she tucks it away for a little bit then just, she brings it out
1: just need to let the listeners know she was doing the space work of like a mortar and a pestle yeah that's what I was trying to say I don't know those big words I don't, I don't have time for those big words don't time I just know what it is that she does yeah. I don't have time to name everything yeah. Know she's putting ginger root on her puppy clitoris, and we're going out after. Okay, is that okay? Oh, it's okay. Is she in your live show? Yeah, I wrote her a song. It's a love song.
0: Oh, that's so sweet.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for being here in your own apartment. Thank you for coming. To thank my you for apartment. having me in your fancy penthouse. It's ph like it, it's, it is. It's ph on the elevator things it's But it's a, a rental. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't not matter. I apologize. I've earned this. Yeah, no fucking. You're not to own. You know, like. I, yeah. If I lived in New York, I wouldn't fucking own an apartment. I would rent a place. Yeah. Yeah. This place yeah. is great. Thank you. Well, you've you've earned it, and uh, it's so I'm so glad to see you happy, and that you're doing so well, and I just. Thank you. I think the world of you. I loved having you on at midnight every single time and I was so glad you were you not do the podcast. And
0: thank you for always being so sweet and generous on your show at, at midnight. You always really made
1: me feel very welcome. Oh please, you. no. I just <laughs> I love funny people and you're fucking hilarious. So it just it was If I feel
0: like tra- that, I'd be in my dressing room fucking prepping my own clit and wouldn't <laughs> talk to anybody.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean I did prep
1: my clit quite a bit. <laughs> But it's just I'm a good time manager, so it's yeah. like I, I was able to prep it.
0: I knew that about you. Yeah, yeah. and still be
1: able to yeah. get, you know.
0: You got your shit together. You, I do, like, yeah. You're someone that has your shit together. Yeah, I, I have
1: not. a special clip prep yeah. calendar in iCal. <laughs> it's pink, of course. Uh, but, uh... It's just—it's really just about time management. Yeah, that's all it is.
0: Oh my god, I'm so happy. I was like afraid that I was gonna. There was a moment where I was laughing. I thought I was gonna let out a little fart. So I'm glad that didn't happen.
1: <laughs> I don't think anyone's farted on the podcast before.
0: Yeah, you mean Quentin Tarantino didn't.
1: <laughs> if he had, I would. I would. I didn't notice. But maybe he did. I'm sure some silent ones have leaked out. Oh yeah. Now that for I think sure. about it. Yeah. But I don't know. I haven't. Ne- you would never be like, "Hey, did you just drop a sneaker?" Stink- <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Was that you, <laughs> Jody Foster? Did you do that? Oh, Jody Foster. Yeah, you have had some. Sorry, you're really. Good. You're uh, you're dipping down low tonight. No, okay.
1: we are up in the fucking penthouse. As a matter of fact, <laughs> it was an honor to have you on, Bridget. Thank Everett. you, Thank you so much, Thank and you. uh, enjoy your burrito. <laughs> ID10T scanning complete. Enjoy your burrito.